Friends I'd like to drink with. I am your co-host, Julia. And I am your other co-host, Chloe. So nice to see you all. And thank you for tuning back in. How are you doing, Chloe? I am doing good. You know, I made myself a drink, which we'll talk about later. But I am just so excited to enter our second episode of our astrology series. Yes. For those who did not tune into our first episode, it's fine. We're not upset about it. It's fine. We get it. We forgive you. Kind of. (laughs) You kind of suck, but it's fine. Oh, God. Here we go. Chloe's already had one drink before we even started recording. So buckle your seatbelt. There was family drama. I had to have a sip or two or five. It's okay, Chloe. We forgive you. But if you're tuning in now, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to us. So we're a podcast for people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, teens. We don't discriminate with age. We're very open and welcoming here, but we're here to talk about young adult life, being in your 20s, and it not really being what you thought it was going to be. And we're on our second episode of our series on astrology. And today we were talking about compatibility on each sign if you're looking for someone to fuck if you're looking for someone to marry if you're looking for someone to kill metaphorically speaking (laughs) this is the podcast for you we're playing fuck marry kill with every single sign so it's gonna be a a fucking great time (laughs) yes it is going to be a great time and chloe What is our drinking word for this episode? For those of you who did not tune into our first episode, we play a drinking game every single episode. We're picking a word. You can drink alcohol like Chloe and I because we're alcoholics. You can drink water. You can drink tea. You can drink coffee. We don't judge. We don't care. Just drink along with us. So Chloe, what is our drinking word today? Our drinking word today is fuck. And most importantly, Julia, what are you drinking? (sighs) Well, today I'm kind of lame because I wasn't prepared for this episode. So I'm drinking, I found some Tito's. I think it's from like 2010, (laughs) but we just looked up that vodka doesn't expire. So I had some Tito's. I put some Coke in it. I tried to find lemon. I almost took one from my neighbor's tree, but I thought, "Mm, Julia, you're asking for bad karma. So no lemon today. And I also have, oh, I have a second drink, which is fun. I do have some sake to, you know, I am Japanese for people who do not know what I look like. So going into the roots. But Chloe, what are you drinking? I love it. I am drinking (laughs) a passion fruit cosmopolitan with Tito's. And funny thing, going back to Julia about her Tito's, her dad said that the Tito's was expired. Liar. Mm Mm-hmm. He just didn't want me to drink anymore. (laughs) Love you, Rob. Love you. So yeah, our drinking word is fuck. We have our drinks. I am having a great time right now. I'm on my second. (laughs) They're very strong drinks. I was putting myself in the blender and I was like, this is three shots, Chloe. What are you doing? It's amazing that you were blending your drink and you know, I, you said you were cutting chunks of passion fruit and I'm like looking at my lame drink. I'm so lame. Oh God. Well, I don't have a mixer, like a shaker thing. So, you know, Blending is a great alternative, guys. Yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) So let's get into it. Well, first, we realized in our first episode, we... We, you know, we were just so excited to get into astrology. I don't know. We were a little tipsy in the episode. And we didn't even explain, like, who we are, Chloe and I's friendship, our history, our past fights. Our oh, gosh. <laughs> so we thought we would do a little little summary for people who don't know us. Yeah, you know, Julie and I, we've been friends for a really long time since we're little. And I guess, yeah, we're just so tipsy off wine. We didn't introduce ourselves. Like we could just be random co-workers working on a pro- podcast. We could have auditioned for each other. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> we're no one friends. would ever hire us. No one would believe that. (laughs) No. But yeah, so we've been best friends since middle school. I mean, Mm. we were acquaintances then, but we became best friends more in high school. Yeah, we, we, we've known each other since middle school. You know, we, (laughs) we played on the softball fields together. So yes, we... 
we're in a the same friend group, but you know, dividing sides, you know, did not get along. But then I think Chloe and I woke up maybe when we were like 15 and we were like, look, we're in the wrong group of friends. We're not going to graduate from high school. We're not going to be successful in life, what we're doing. And her and I looked each other in the eye. We teamed up and we're like, we need to get out of here. And then we're, we're in this like, together. Yes. Fight our way out of this group. Yes. And we did. And we did. I mean, no shade to our old group, you know, no shade to the script socials. If you're listening to this, if you're making fun of us, hey, still no shade. No shade. It's a little summary of our friendship. Let's get into this. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this fuck, so Mary kill of compatibility. Yes, 100%. We're going to get really deep into it. You know, after this episode, chances are you'll break up with your partner you're gonna fuck your coworker, and you're gonna subscribe to this podcast. So let's get started. Oh my gosh, yes, I'm so excited. You get started, Julia. I can't wait to hear it. And just as a friendly reminder, if you're playing with us, our drinking word is fuck. Okay, so let's get started. We're gonna go backwards on the Zodiac wheel today, and we're gonna start with the lovely, dreamy, sensitive Pisces. Okay, Pisces, you're fuck, Mary kill. You're fuck. Do you have any guesses, Chloe, of a Pisces who should they they should fuck? So yeah, Julia and I have done this separately. So Julia has the water and the earth signs, and I have mm-hmm. the fire and the air. So do you have a guess uh, or who you think Pisces Taurus? should fuck? Taurus. Mm, interesting. Nope. Beep. Done. <laughs> Pisces. This is going to be controversial. Should fuck a Sagittarius. And let me tell you why. I know. Chloe is gasping. Her eyes are popping out of her head. One, a dreamer living in fantasy rather than reality. One, an adventurer floating around, experiencing as much as they can. Critics would claim these two would clash. But I'm going to argue these two signs have sexual experiences that would go beyond the physical. And I want in on this action it's a pisces fucking a sag or a sag fucking a pisces you know whatever here's how it would go down sag would call the shots in the bedroom wanting to explore all sexual boundaries and la la pisces is such a down ass bitch they're like okay i'm super down for whatever you say sag would love the freedom and easiness that the pisces provides while the pisces thinks that their own sexual fantasies are literally becoming a reality and that's the biggest turn on for any pisces their fantasy becoming a reality as i speak pisces are quaking right chloe <laughs> very much so oh my gosh if a pisces had a sag in front of them holy fuck they would just be in la la land right and like okay this is like how i envision these two like having sex i literally envision them like having this like spiritual sexual experience and they're like floating above the bed like not even touching each other like they're literally just like floating not touching each other but they're having these like intense full body orgasms (laughs) and like sedona arizona (laughs) in a yoga mats are below them Yes. And it's just like, it's all about the mind and the spirituality. Like, they're literally like mind fucking each other. <laughs> and I am so jealous. Wait, and like, why aren't I a Sagittarius or a Pisces so I could experience this kind of lovemaking? Right? It's so beautiful. And like, these two signs, like, they would totally like be into like tantric sex and just like all that type of thing and like do like it in breathing. the film. Yes. Like, uh, role yes. play. Yeah. hundred percent. Role play, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I think these two, like, while they wouldn't work in an actual relationship, like, sexually, these two are just, like, getting it on, like, two angels in heaven. <laughs> okay, shall we move on? Okay, so, Mary. Who should a Pisces marry? Hmm, what do you think, Chloe? A Taurus. <laughs> Chloe, you really think Pisces and Taurus? I'm going to say, dun dun dun, Scorpio. Pisces should totally marry a Scorpio. And let me tell you why. Two water signs, first of all. So they have this like effortless 
easy vibe and they like totally find common ground. Why I put this in my notes, I don't know, but I said, I will die for you was probably a common saying in their marriage because they're so intense. Both of them are so intense, sexual and highly emotional. I think these two signs would be super devoted to one another and they would have a very long lasting marriage. I think they like balance each other out too. Pisces would be attracted to the intensity and like the mystery of a Scorpio, which like a lot of people maybe would be scared of. And in turn, the Scorpio's powerful presence makes the Pisces feel like super protected and like sweet all the time. And um, Scorpio is also an assertive fixed sign that can provide much needed structure for this Pisces. So they would help the Pisces be more successful with their goals and dreams. And basically, I just feel like a Pisces would make a Scorpio feel safe enough to let their guard down while a Scorpio makes a Pisces feel like someone's holding them for the rest of their life. And I think it's really beautiful. Yes, that's <laughs> beautiful. I love it. We're on the kill. Fuck, Mary kill. Who should a Pisces kill? Well, I don't even think a Pisces really would metaphorically kill someone because they are really kind. And they're just like, la, 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 right? <laughs> but, like, just someone in, like, the fields. Just, like, two braids. Yes. Have, like, a little basket. Like, yes. throwing rose petals out of it in the yes. garden. I don't know. No, that's literally what a Pisces is. So, you know, this next sign, I don't want to be offended because, you know, they are a little sensitive. But I think a Pisces should kill... Gemini. Sorry, Gemini. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All I have written is stay away from each other. (laughs) Are you a Pisces dating a Gemini? Take out your phone right now and end it with this Gemini partner. Then send the link to this episode for the closure that they need. (laughs) These two signs deal with emotions completely different, like opposing. I feel like Pisces crave emotional depths while Geminis love to make like a bunch of different like lighter connections they just love connecting with people in like a light lighter kind of way where pisces really stick to small numbers and connect with them deeply and i think both signs are looking for partners who create excitement and fun however when the two signs are together no one no one's bringing the fun and like i could just see like a Pisces and a Gemini sitting at a kitchen table, like scrolling on Instagram, like not talking for six hours straight, <laughs> just like forgetting each other's like there. <laughs> Literally, they they so, don't click at all. No, no, not they at just, all. Yeah, kill each other. Yes, um, exactly. Hello, people. <laughs> I am going to be doing Aries, and I'm going to be moving forward instead of backwards. So we're mixing it up for you guys, keeping okay. you on your toes. Yes. You don't know what's next, or if you know your zodiac, you do. But we have Aries. I'm an Aries. A lot of cool people are Aries. Hello. So, who should you fuck? Mm. Sagittarius. What a surprise. However, they have a strong, very passionate relationship. It's very physical. When an Aries and Sagittarius are in the same room together, they could feel their energy. You may think it's love, but I think it's lust. So, because the Aries is very passionate and emotional, the Sagittarius is very fun and playful and like likes to make jokes when the Aries gets serious about what positions they're going to be doing <laughs> later that night. Aries can be truly hurt by a Sag not taking the relationship too seriously. So this is why they should just fuck. Just kidding. I mean, I think it could work. Wink, wink. It can. (laughs) Later on, a little preview. Um, (laughs) But this would be good as a one-night stand because the Sag likes to be free and the Aries are just too sensitive for them. Yeah. Yeah. They're the kind of fucking, they're at like a restaurant and they're eating and they like feel it. They're like, let's go in the bathroom, babe. And then they come back and eat and continue eating. And it's they like that to- hot bathroom sex. Yeah, it's literally like a Sagin and Aries is literally in the office, Phyllis and Bob Vance, fans for refrigeration, when they are on Valentine's Day and they're at that steak place and they go fuck in the bathroom and come back and eat their steak. <laughs> yes, yes. Because also, I feel like they're both impatient signs. So I feel like when they feel it, like, fucking get it all like they can't they can't hold themselves together (laughs) they have to let out the energy okay (laughs) okay let's move on so going on to mary julia 
who do you think an Aries will marry? Hmm. Or should marry, as I should say. A Leo. No. Mm, be wrong. <laughs> Libra. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Um, we yeah. all know they're opposites. And they really balance each other out. Like, me with Libras, it just... <laughs> uh, it's like, why can't I... It's just, it balances it out. Um, you guys just... It's, really easy to get along. It's like a friendship. So I feel like it works because Aries gives the initiation while the Libra is indecisive. So that's kind of how it starts and that's kind of how it goes. And Aries likes, they like being in charge. Libras, they sometimes like listening. So I feel like that really works instead of having an Aries with another fire sign, which I think is still great. I just feel like in a marriage and a friendship, you need like, it's like, you know, it's your companion. And sexual tension isn't everything when it comes to that. Like, it's friendship, too. And I feel like an Aries and a Libra, I feel like they really create that. So, who should they kill? You are not going to be surprised, Julia. I already just gave it away just by saying that. Who should they kill? Wait, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Um, You didn't really give anything away. Maybe um... (laughs) – a Taurus? <laughs> I have no idea. Also, oh, everyone Scorpio. should be drinking. Yeah, Scorpio. <laughs> everyone should be drinking, by the way. We've been saying fuck so many times, and I just said it again. Yes, yeah. drink. Scorpio. <laughs> and Chloe's drinking. She's like, oh, God, I have to talk about Scorpios now. <laughs> God, they freak me out. Just kidding. <laughs> hey, okay. to all your Scorpio listeners. We love you. I love so many Scorpios, but, like, just sometimes Scorpios I like and the Scorpios I don't like. And when I'm talking about this, it's, like, the 1% of Scorpios, okay? It's not all of you. I just think it's funny. It's, like, Geminis. It's funny to talk shit. But I also really don't like Scorpios. (laughs) Scorpio girls, yes. Scorpio men, yeah. Okay, so I truly believe that water signs in a relationship with fire signs, the passion is put out. The water just dumps all over the fire. So if they get together, they are two forces of very strong energy that will collide and explode, literally leaving nothing. Aries are all about honesty, whereas Scorpios are very internally secretive, which drives the Aries nuts. Aries, we constantly want you affirming what we're doing, validation, honesty. We just want your honest feelings. We don't want bullshit. Scorpios think differently. They're very secretive, which, and they're very internal. They're very, like, they're observant. They don't really talk about how they feel all the time, which I think is also a good thing, too. Aries, we just feel a need to vent all the time, and Scorpios, they don't vent at all, or they do, but. Yeah, and to add on to that, I agree with you, because I think also this pair wouldn't mix, because Scorpios take a really long time to open up, and be vulnerable. And I don't think Aries has the patience to wait for someone to do that. I think they just get bored and move on to the next. You know what I mean? Exactly. And Aries, we open up the first time you talk to us, at least most Aries. It depends on your whole chart, but it just, it doesn't mix. They, their communication techniques, everything. Just, yeah. Okay. So moving on, Julia, what's the next sign? Ooh, the next sign on our tour of Fuck, Mary Kill is Capricorn. Love me some Capricorns. Ooh. Oh, God, Chloe. People, the second drink is really taking the aggressive Aries out of Chloe. <laughs> no, I'm just a joke. No, of course yeah, they are. I, I love a lot of Capricorns. Yes, me too. Okay, so this is going to be very interesting. I just want a little rogue. Chloe, who do you think I said a Capricorn should fuck? Ooh, a Scorpio? (laughs) No. A little fun motel night (laughs) together? No, you're never going to guess this. And it's a little controversial again. Okay, spill. A Capricorn should fuck a Leo. (laughs) (laughs) I just screamed. And let me tell you why. First of all, I want to watch these two signs bang it out. Who's on top? Who's the bottom? I have no idea. Who knows? None of us. 
While most people wouldn't think that these two signs would work, I think in the bedroom, it would be a very powerful and passionate rendezvous that I would love personally just to watch and witness. I think that there would be so much dirty talk going on and so much role playing involved. I think it would be just like a really fun time. I think these two signs, both of them love to lead. So I think they would definitely have to take turns, you know, who's playing the teacher tonight and who's playing the student. But if they can get past this obstacle, I think they both will be so satisfied. I think though, as a disclaimer, I think that these signs should be like a one night stand, one and done type of situation because the first time I feel like would be like full of fire and fun, but like both these signs egos would totally get in the way and like the fight of like who's on top and who's on bottom would like totally end this fling, you know what I mean? So it's a one and done thing. I'm going to say Capricorn and Leo to the end, get powerful, get crazy. I don't know. I like it a lot. (laughs) Star-crossed lovers over here. (laughs) Yes. Not supposed to be together, but they make it happen for a night. Just one. (laughs) Just one, not two. (laughs) I feel like they would even like travel for a night somewhere, like abroad, just for a night, just to fuck and then come back to the U.S. So no one knows and it never happened. Yeah. If you're a Capricorn Capricorn, or if you're a Leo, DM us. And if you've ever like had sex with the other sign and let us know how it went. I just, I'm just feeling this like vibe, you know? I want to hear from you guys. That actually sounds Yes. Tell us your, all your personal stories. (laughs) Every every detail. (laughs) Okay. Who should a Capricorn marry? I'm going to say sweet little cancer. Yes. Then let me tell you why. So after Chloe, after my first breakup in middle school, a girl named, I'll tell you her name later, told me a very wise phrase. And she said, attractable opposites attract. And I can't think of a better phrase to explain these two signs together. Cancers and Capricorns are opposites on the zodiac chart or the zodiac wheel. But that's what makes them like such beautiful lovers. I feel like both signs like to move so slowly. And in turn, that allows both signs to open up and like really trust each other because I think like Capricorns do they don't naturally trust people. It takes them a very long time. And like cancers have that patience to like allow them to open up. And I feel like a cancer provides like the warmth and vulnerability that Capricorns like may naturally lack. And then in turn, the Capricorns provide the loyalty and devotion that the cancer needs to feel free emotionally or sexually or whatever. And I feel like both signs are very family oriented So, like, their lifestyles would, like, totally match up. I just think they would be, like, a perfect little married couple, like, all cute and chill. Okay. And, Chloe, who do you think a Capricorn should metaphorically kill? Aries? Yes! (laughs) Oh, I know it. They're both natural-born leaders, but they do it in different ways. They're very, very different. Literally, in my notes... All I have written down in capital letters is, no, (laughs) don't go there. Literally, let me tell you, this is what I imagine. A Capricorn and an Aries relationship is literally like in The Incredibles when like Aries is, what's that, that baby Jack-Jack that like lights himself on fire and like the Capricorn. (laughs) And the Capricorn is like the mom or like the babysitter like trying to chase Jack-Jack around and calm him down. Like that is the relationship of an Aries and a Capricorn. Literally the impulsiveness and high energy of an Aries would just stress a Capricorn out and in turn I feel like the Aries would be so annoyed and bored by Capricorn's like rationality and structure it would just like never work entirely that's like the best metaphor I've ever heard in my entire life I love it yeah I don't like being compared to a baby but it's fine (laughs) Jack Jack has all the powers yeah Jack Jack is like the funniest character and it's like the Aries are the babies of the Zodiac right so it's not that mean Right. Actually, when you put in like, if you create a cartoon of an Aries, that's that's what you're going to (laughs) get. Okay. So we have one of our favorites, Gemini. Ooh. So I'm going to throw in a fun little rendezvous for these Geminis. Taurus. What? Okay. Okay. I have known so many Taurus and Geminis 
have freaky relationships. They like can't get out of bed. All they want to do is fuck. Tauruses <laughs> want to experience the bliss of a one night stand by being whisked away on a night of adventure. And Gemini will definitely bring that. Tauruses, guys aren't big one night standers. It's not for you. But if you're going to have one, you're like a housewife in the suburbs and you just want a Gemini, a bad fucking Gemini to fuck you so bad. <laughs> and this Gemini is younger. He's like a 19 year old and you love it. You need it in your life. Everything you've been dreaming of. Okay. So funny, but this is a wild card. So Tauruses, please calm down. Don't be hitting up all of the Geminis out there. I don't know if it'll work. But like, Geminis will bring it for you. You'll be taken away out of your comfort zone. And that's what some of you kind of need. So who should a Gemini marry? No one. Just kidding. (laughs) Live alone the rest of their lives. (laughs) Die alone. Become a cat person. God, Chloe. I love cat people. Dry humor. No, it's good. It's good. Tell me, who should a Gemini marry? Sagittarius. My favorite couple. This is the best match. They connect on a physical way, but also mentally. It's crazy. Like They're both mutable signs, so they adapt to each other. And they're flexible in like learning and exploring new things in the relationship. This is very important when it comes to marriage, too. You need that balance. And they both want to be free. So ironically, they understand both of each other's needs for freedom. So then this actually weirdly leads to them being committed and faithful to each other in a weird way. And this could also be a very successful monogamous relationship, but it can also be a great open marriage relationship. Yes. They're the best match for that because... And they would have such a great agreement on it. And they'd be honest with each other and communicate about it. I love it. I love it. They have <laughs> open, open relationships. I love it. So who should a Gemini kill? Oh, God. Wait, let me try to guess. Um, would a Gemini kill like a Virgo? No. No. I don't a know. A Cancer. A Cancer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. A Cancer. So I'm sorry, but this would just never work, in my opinion. (laughs) Cancers strive for stability and open conversations, and they're just never going to be able to keep up with Gemini's adventures and two personalities. Cancers are going to be crying in their bed when Geminis just turn into another person sometimes. They're going to (laughs) be so confused, hugging their teddy bear. In the end, they would honestly just hurt because they can only compromise so much. You know, Mm. cancers would be freaked out by the two personalities. I just see it too much. (laughs) That's great. That's solid. Yeah. These poor little cancers, but also poor Geminis because, you know, Geminis want to be free and cancers wouldn't want them, you know, going off. And also, yeah, Geminis would just be hurt by cancers always trying to change them. Geminis just want to be themselves. And they should be. So stay away. Mm -hmm. I agree. Always be yourself. (laughs) Okay, shall we move on? Our next sign is Scorpio. The most sexual sign, I would say, of the Zodiac. So it's going to get interesting. So who should a Scorpio fuck? I would say everyone, just you know. They're down for it. Maybe not the Aries, maybe not Chloe specifically. But I think the only person who can handle the sexual intensity and the depths of the devotion a Scorpio has to offer is another Scorpio. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> wow. Yes. I am thrown off. I know. Whips, chokers, gags, and interest in BDSM. These are just a couple traits two Scorpio lovers will find in common. Ever see Fifty Shades of Grey? That's child's play for these Scorpios. Scorpios (laughs) Scorpios are known for being the horniest motherfuckers who are passionate and devoted lovers. 
this relationship would contain so much passion, probably a little bit of fighting and a lot of makeup sex. The sex would be so, <laughs> the sex would be so intense and fiery. Like uh, Chloe, I'm literally getting turned on just like thinking about it. And I see she is a little bit too. She's a little red in the face. I am oh. yes. <laughs> I am all for this very sexy relationship and I think maybe we should move on so I won't make it to the end of the podcast if we keep talking about them. So, who should a Scorpio marry? Do you have a guess? Taurus. Mm, no. Beep. A Scorpio should marry a Cancer. On the real, these two signs are honestly a match made in heaven. My mom is a Cancer and my dad is a Scorpio. Well, they did get divorced. However, my mom remarried a Scorpio. So it shows that these two signs are extremely drawn to each other. They're both water signs, so they're both deeply emotional and very sensitive. A Cancer can really bring out the sensitivity that a Scorpio represses, and in turn, a Scorpio offers the loyalty that a Cancer craves. If they can get on the same page of, like, mutual respect and, like, a Scorpio can genuinely, like, accept and respect a Cancer's emotions, um, the connection can run extremely deep and it can be very, very long-lasting and very beautiful. I see a lot of like Scorpio um, cancer relationships in my work. Like a lot of people are married and they're cancers and Scorpios. And so it definitely is something I see a lot, which is beautiful. Let's move on to who the Scorpio should metaphorically kill. Well, Scorpio probably wants to kill everyone. (laughs) Who do you think, Chloe? An Aries? No, I think a Scorpio should kill an Aquarius. <laughs> oh, dude, and Aquarius are why. way too weird for Scorpio. Yes. No, they do not work at all. This is what I was thinking. I was like, who would a Scorpio really, really kill? And then I was like, mm, maybe an Aquarius. And right when I thought about that, you know that song where it's like, I'll be watching you like every step you take. Okay, that is literally the epitome of like what the relationship would be with an Aquarius and Scorpio. And let me break it down for you. These (laughs) two are so different when it comes to relationships. (laughs) Like it actually gives me anxiety like thinking about it. So a Scorpio, okay, so like a Scorpio has to kill an Aquarius because an Aquarius is such a free sign. Like they don't want to be tied down to any rules. They don't want to be tied down to any boundaries, but a Scorpio is so intense and like does get a little bit obsessed when it comes to people they're interested in. And like the more obsessed the Scorpio gets with the Aquarius, the more the Aquarius will literally run away from them. So it's literally the Scorpio being like, every move you make, every step you take, like I'm watching you. And the Aquarius is like, please leave me alone. <laughs> Dude, I see this so much. Like someone like behind like a camera, like watching the Aquarius leaping on the sidewalk in like New York City. And they're like behind like a, a truck, a UPS truck. Yes, because the thing is, it's like with Scorpios, it's like they become obsessed but if the Aquarius like running away from them in turn like makes their desire stronger so it would just be like so unhealthy for the Scorpio and it's also like another thing I was thinking is they're both fixed signs so like both signs can be stubborn in like very different ways and I think it would be so hard for them to find common ground and like I feel like Scorpios would just like judge an Aquarius's weirdness And then, like, an Aquarius would, like, judge a Scorpio's mystery. And they should just, like, run from each other. It's just, like, sorry, it's not going to work. Oh, totally. This is, that's, like, the best kill. I'll be watching you. (laughs) (laughs) I literally, like, see them, like, walking, like, five feet behind them, like, a creepy person in, like, a sweatshirt. (laughs) And, like, the Aquarius is just so, like, free walking, thinking no one's watching them. Fuck, that Scorpio's right behind you. (laughs) Okay, so we have Leo. Also, reminder, you better be drinking every time we say fuck because we've been saying it a lot. So fuck. Take, like, five drinks. So, Leo, you should fuck. (laughs) I know that I said Aries should fuck a Sag, but Leo should def fucking Aries. This is a great match. They are both extremely fun, passionate, warm lovers, and for a one-night hookup, it would be a fairy tale evening for both of them <laughs> if they both don't attach to each other, which they could, 
But if they don't, it would just be like that one great night, that one great fuck with sparks flying, passionate, candles are lit. They would like go (laughs) all out, get champagne delivered to their door, hotel room. (laughs) But that's the kind of relationship you kind of just, you know, after that one beautiful night, use that for your memories that you tell your friends, that you tell at your bachelorette party, that you're telling all of your other friends you know, about this one great fuck that you had, it would never work out. I mean, it could, but you know, chemistry is strong. Yeah. And And I feel like, I feel like in Aries and Leo, like a fuck, like just like a one night stand type of fuck, like both love like to be like, kind of like impulsive and like do big things. And I feel like after they sleep together, they would order room service and they would just like order a bunch of shit and like not even care. And that's when they order the champagne and they're just like really treating themselves. Even if they're broke as fuck, and Aries and Leo are definitely acting like they're millionaires. But again, in a relationship, they can really struggle with ego issues, which can create a lot of competition, games, and drainage. So please, fire signs, just fuck for the night. (laughs) Get it out and have the time of your life. Orgasms, everything. You're having that (laughs) when you're fucking, when it's an Aries and a Leo. Okay, so Mary... Aquarius. Are you a little shocked? Yeah, kind of. So they're opposites in the Zodiac. Again, I love opposites. I think they really balance each other out. So Leos are open and warm and that kind of invites Aquarius in. And because the Leos show so much love, Aquarius is, they give in. And Leos are the source of power and Aquariuses ground them. Because Leos, they need to be on solid ground, and they're not a lot of the time. And I feel like Aquariuses can do that. So yeah, perfect couple. Yeah, they're actually, I also, I, yeah, I totally see it. It works, yeah. And they're both creative. They're both open. I think they're a great match. So, kill. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, you should guess this one. Is it the Virgo? I gave you a huge Virgo? hint. It's Virgo. <laughs> Yes. Leos would be so annoyed by Virgos constantly critically analyzing them and not glorifying upon their footsteps. 100%. 100. Not giving them, yeah, like not giving them the time of day. So, you know, Leos, their main thing in life, they want to feel confident and Virgos don't have the tools or energy to give that to them. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> okay, you go. Okay, well, hello. We've meet, We've reached a Virgo sign. Let's do a little fuck, Mary kill for Virgo. So, who should the Virgo, the Virgin, fuck? Oh, Virgos. This is such a tough one. It's hard because the Virgo is quote unquote the Virgin. That's where they get their name from, and it 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 like really generally is believed that people under this sign move slowly when it comes to sex. But I'm going to say, fuck that shit. I think that's all a lie. I, you know, like the most innocent people are always like the biggest freaks, like in bed. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's why I think a Virgo should fuck an Aries. (laughs) Hi, Chloe. Hey. I think they would actually have like very a very interesting like sexual chemistry so this one purely is coming from my own personal belief because I could find no research supporting this (laughs) but I think that like Aries impulsivity and like passion might actually work for the Virgo I think that the Virgo would be so caught off guard and like wouldn't have enough time to even like get in their own heads about it. And like before they knew it, they were like already riding that bull. You know what I mean? And like, I think Virgos would allow the Aries to lead, which is like a major turn on for Aries because like they love to be the leader. But like also by allowing the Aries to lead, it would like relax the Virgo because they don't really have to worry about anything and it's kind of nice for them. And then like, I also feel like Virgos are like givers in bed and like Aries are receivers. So I feel like it just like works because they kind of like fly on the opposites of each other. Chloe is like dying. 
I think it's true. Who likes receiving more than giving? I do. (laughs) Yeah, see, I'm like a giver, like not a risk. I'm like a receiver as well, but like I'm definitely a giver more. I don't know. (laughs) So So that is who I think. I think I think it maybe depends on the Virgo. Like not every Virgo should fucking Aries, but I think it would be interesting. I think it'd be fun. So that's who I think they should fuck. Should we go on to the Mary? Okay, so who should a Virgo marry? I'm going to ride on Chloe's trend of opposites, and I'm going to say Pisces. Like we said before, opposites attract, and I honestly like love these two in a relationship. I think that they balance each other out perfectly. A Pisces is very gentle and loving and allows a Virgo to feel safe and comfortable, while a Virgo is very practical and can offer structure in the Pisces life that like the Pisces does need. I think that both signs are like very sympathetic and loving people. And um, I think both hold like a major importance of spirituality in their lives. Like both signs are very, very spiritual, kind of in different ways, but like it's definitely like an, an important trait for them. When I literally like imagine like a Pisces and a Virgo, like a married couple in their like 40s, I just like imagine like two hippie people like living on a farm, like meditating and like milking cows. I don't know. I just feel like they kind of make each other at peace and it's just like super beautiful i don't do you know what i mean yeah i see an 80 year old couple sitting on this bench looking over the farm of their grandchildren running with the sheep and the horses and they have their arms around each other yes they're linking arms (laughs) yes yes and they're laughing they're calm they're appreciating their grandchildren and the great weather Yes. yes, yes. They're having like a genuine intellectual conversation about the weather and it's just like beautiful. And I, I, I really, really dig this relationship. And you know, so any Pisces men out there want to hit a girl up? Like, let's meditate together. I like cows. Like, I like the weather. Like, let's hang out. <laughs> Dude, Pisces are so into cows. <laughs> yeah, Pisces fucking love cows. <laughs> so okay. Weird. Who, Chloe, who do you think the Virgos should kill? Oh, Sagittarius? No, I said the Virgo should kill the Leo as well. Like what you just said. Oh, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. We're on the same wavelength. Same wavelength over here. So Virgo should metaphorically kill the Leo because where do I even begin with these two? They're so different and I I literally, like, feel the tension, you know, like, even, like, speaking about it. Virgos would get so – it's, like, basically what you said. Virgos would get so annoyed with Leo's constant need for attention, their dramatic behavior, and, like, their need for affection. And Leos wouldn't have the patience to wait for a Virgo to open up. They um, show love and emotion very differently. I feel like Leos show it through big acts of passion, while Virgos show it through, like, smaller intimate ways – And, like, both signs just, like, would be confused by, like, the way that they express love. And I just, like, like you said before, it just, like, doesn't work. You know what I mean? Neither are satisfied. Just really, it really doesn't. No, it doesn't. Just kill them off. Leo and Virgo. Let's let's kill them off and let's move on. They're on an island and they're not allowed to hook up with each other. That really (laughs) made no sense. Julia, are you drunk? I'm a little tipsy. I'm not going to lie. Hey, you need to drink a little more to catch up with your girl over here. I will. So we're going to go with Libra, Julia's Mm. other half. My Libra people tell me who I should fuck, marry, and kill. Okay. Very interesting. Okay, who should I fuck? A Pisces. What? Just wait. So they both have a connection through the planet Venus, which rules Libra and exalts Pisces. So for the night, they're both very sensual and dreamy and enter their own worlds. And because in the bedroom they care more about the other partner, they are both very giving and they both leave each of them very satisfied. This can be a very beautiful night for these two lovers. So yeah, okay. Libras and Pisces, you should definitely fuck for a night. Okay, let me text so. the Pisces. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Caroline? Yeah, I'm going to fuck Caroline. <laughs> That's our best I, friend, by the way. Aw, yeah, she's totally she's fuckable, if anyone totally. wants. Have at her. <laughs> <laughs> I 
you can have her. Okay, so Libra. <laughs> Just kidding. Like, Caroline's our favorite person. Okay, so Mary, I said it already in Aries, and I'm not going to say it again. Okay. And I just did. I just, I don't know. That's what I see. I don't want to be repetitive. Aries and Libra. Perfect. Um, okay. So kill. <laughs> Capricorn. Yes. Yes. They tend to have no chemistry at all. Even though sex for each of these individuals is a main priority for them. When they're together, they just, they're proven to not have sex often. That's just, you know, from results that I've received <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> and I now concluded to a theory that has yet to be even more proven. <laughs> Julia, What's trying it? to fuck some Capricorns, okay? <laughs> Come back with the- <laughs> Well, I like, in my defense, I actually vibe. The thing is like, I actually i just had a huge revelation i do vibe well with capricorns i do think it's like the virgo in me but sexual chemistry like with other cap like a lot of other capricorns like i vibed really well with them but there's been no sexual chemistry at all like it's kind of crazy yeah it, it just it just it for it's me it's not there seem like it would work no, and it's also- totally not there yeah libras will be overly stressed out by capricorns orders and Capricorns will be constantly confused by Libra's lack of control and go with the flowness that Capricorns would just, they, they would give up. They would just, I don't fucking care. And they would move on. Like literally my sister, like my indecisiveness and just like my like flowing, my sister's a Capricorn. Like she, she fucking hates me. Like that's yeah. why it's insane. And they won't look back. Like, Mm-mm. Capricorns don't give a shit. They don't have time. Like, it doesn't no. matter. It didn't work out. They're on to the next. They're working. Libras <laughs> would be, like, a little confused, you know, a little, like, okay, like, I'll live. Like, there's other fish in the sea, but, you know, they'll live without each other. Yeah. They're fine with each without each other. Shall we move on? Yes. Okay. We're getting to cancer. Drink. Just, like, for fun. Drink for the cancers. Why not? You know what I mean? They need people to drink for them. 100% cancers feel the love tonight. Who do you think a cancer should fuck, Chloe? Ooh. Um, Capricorn? No. A cancer should fuck a Scorpio. Mm. Sex is the best sex, right? Question mark, question mark. (laughs) Chloe's like, 100% totally. I love it so much. (laughs) Like, I... I, I don't know. I had a feeling you were going to say that, but then I was like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So these two water signs don't fuck. They make love. And you know what? To each their own. <laughs> like I said earlier, when I was talking about Scorpios, the Scorpio would push the cancer to like hone into their like sexual goddess within them. And it would like really allow the cancers to explore their own body and like pleasures and stuff. Like I really believe that. And I feel like this couple would, okay, this is what I, (laughs) I can't believe I wrote this. I feel like this couple would fuck for like four hours. Like the Scorpio is like so intense that they're like automatically down for it. And then like, if the cancer feels like a sense of like trust and love, then they're like, sure, why not? I'll do it too. Like to show you my devotion. And like, I don't know, for some reason, I feel like lingerie is like a big thing in their like sexual encounters and like maybe a little bit of dress up, a little costume, a little um, like checkered skirt for the schoolgirl. I don't know. I just see it. You know what I mean? Just... <laughs> and the four hours thing like the scorpio is just so determined the entire <laughs> time but they're having the cancer's like enjoying it they're like yes i could finish yes yes like the cancer doesn't feel rushed at all like no, that's so important it. yeah and they i love it. it i hate feeling rushed too so i get it cancers okay who should the cancer marry chloe taurus yes nice Holy shit, I just fell in love with the couple of a Taurus and Cancer. This relationship would be filled with so much emotion and so much love. Like, I'm actually, like, kind of tearing up. (laughs) Are you tearing up? It's the perfect 
couple. It is. Cancer is ruled by the moon, so they're very emotional and very sensitive. Taurus is ruled by Venus, which is the planet of love. So these two together would build such a strong foundation full of trust and security. And I feel like they would just like, you know, have a family with five children and they would just like cook all the time and buy, buy nice things and it would just be like heaven, you know what I mean? And like, I don't know, like when I see a Taurus and Cancer married, I see them baking banana bread on a Saturday night and they're like drinking what like white wine not red white wine, wine. white wine pinot grigio while, pinot grigio they're drinking pinot grigio while like their five kids are like all wearing matching onesies like with their like family's initials like printed on them and like every night they just like the Cancer and Taurus just, like, smile and, like, think about how lucky they are and they just, like, look into each other's eyes and just, like, nod. And, like, wow, this this sounds so nice and this will, like, never be my future. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's peaceful. It's bliss. It, it is bliss. So let's move on to who a Cancer should kill. I mean, a Cancer would never metaphorically even kill someone. They're so nice. But... A cancer should kill a Gemini. No, I'm sorry, Geminis. I know. Wait, and I said Gemini should kill a cancer. Oh, you did? Okay. We're really on the same wavelength. Wow. Yes, this is great. I'm sorry, Geminis. I know I already picked you as like for one sign to already kill. And I feel bad I'm not picking on you, but I just really don't think like as Chloe picked, Gemini would kill a Cancer. I think a Cancer would kill a Gemini as well. These two are just like a no-go. When I researched these two signs, this website literally said, quote, Gemini would go outside and have the weirdest sexual experiences, and Cancer would stay at home, wait for the night to be loved by their tender partner. And this is from astrologyzodiacsigns.com, so we don't get sued. But I think that's basically like, how the relationship would go it would be hard for the gemini's values um to be heard they value their mind while the cancer values the heart it's like two very different places to listen from and oftentimes like the heart doesn't agree with the mind and so it just like wouldn't work like we talked about before you know i agree ship them off to the island ship them off to the island (laughs) okay so we have one of my favorite signs Sagittarius. Yay. Hello. Oh, you're going to love this, Julia. You're going to love this. Okay. (laughs) Who they should fuck. Also, if you guys aren't drinking, you guys need to drink because, wow, I'm feeling it. My head is getting all blurry. My (laughs) eyes are getting a little squintier. I love it. (sighs) Okay. Drinking some water. I don't want to hang over tomorrow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Damn, vodka's strong. So, I've said a Sagittarius should fuck an Aries. A little recommendation because I know you're seeking another sexual fun partner that lives up to your expectations. You're always on the lookout, even if you're committed. Come on, Sages. We know you want to be free. Scorpio. What? Okay, listen to this. The dark nature of a Scorpio can be intriguing to the adventurous Sagittarius, especially their mystery, which can throw the Sag off and can actually interest them. It won't last long, but it would be a fun one-night stand. Mm. Sagittarius is love sex, and Scorpio is sex. Since Scorpio is also a fixed sign, the nature of Sag for a night can be intriguing. Their fascination will be a night to remember. And don't leave these two to take over the world and conspire some crazy shit together. (laughs) These two signs should not be in the same room together, okay? It's Mm -hmm. dangerous. So dangerous. But yeah, I feel like Sagittarius's would be turned on by the lack of information that Scorpios share. And that would draw them in even more. That's the one thing that drives Sages nuts is when people don't give them attention. They fucking love it. They mm-hmm. love it. Okay. Who they should marry. I might regret saying this, but Aquarius. A Sagittarius and Aquarius? Yeah. No, I actually like that. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. So because they're both amused by life, 
they are both free souls who are always seeking a higher truth. I believe for them to be the philosophers, they have a very productive relationship too. When they both have the same passions, they have constant debates, constant conversations about what they're trying to achieve and they're in full support of each other. They make a great friendship. So they're open to trying new things in the bedroom. They're free thinkers. They're experimentive in just said this in the bedroom. <laughs> Again, <laughs> I think it would be fun. So, you know, they're both physical. It's a physical and mental relationship. And because a mental relationship is so strong, sex might not even be a priority for them because they're going to be so intellectually stimulated all the time Mm. when they're together, constantly thinking, okay, who should an Aquarius kill? Or you mean a Sagittarius? I mean a Sagittarius. Who should a Sag kill? Wait, let me think. I feel like I could guess. Yeah, I think you can. I think you can do it. A Taurus? Yes. Yes! Really? Yes! Yes. Just kill them already! (laughs) Tauruses are too dependable and loyal, and you Sages hate being locked in a box. Yeah. And Tauruses put you in there. It's not fun. (laughs) They don't need that. Mm -mm. And Tauruses hate Sagittarius's. Like, from what I've experienced, they do not like them. They think they're assholes. And I'm like, "Mm, okay. Okay. I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Of next, are you ready to move on? Okay, (laughs) sorry, I'm getting a little like tipsy. Okay, I know, me too. So let's move on. I think this is my last sign, Taurus. Yeah, okay, so who a Taurus should fuck? Any guesses, Chloe? Scorpio, yes, yes, literally, they're opposites on the zodiac wheel, they're literally this the yin and yang, and I feel like especially like specifically with these signs like there's just so much sexual tension the scorpio is literally like the most sexual sign of the zodiac and tauruses are like a very sensual sign because they're governed by all physical pleasures um taurus is also ruled by venus while scorpio is ruled by mars so these are like the two sexual planets venus and mars so it kind of goes hand in hand which is interesting um so they're also fixed signed signs, which is interesting too. So it's just like such a perfect sexual pair. Like the Scorpio would, perf- okay. The Scorpio would literally perform these sexual acts, like showing their devotion to the Taurus. And like the Taurus fucking loves attention and like loves de- the divorce devotion that they're just like satisfied by these acts. Like this is like literally what I picture is like I picture like the Scorpio doing like some crazy shit like showing their devotion like literally like swinging from chandeliers like in the bedroom and then like Tauruses are like just like kind of like chilling like low-key being lazy but they like love it and they're like laying on the bed like eating chocolate covered strawberries and like they're both satisfied from it though like Scorpio satisfied by like how much the Taurus is into it and like Taurus is literally so satisfied by these like huge acts of like devotion and it kind of just works it does and like also Taurus are like such like consumers and like the chandelier idea for the like the Scorpio created the Tauruses would be so impressed and like yes. fucking love it yes and, and like Scorpios yeah, yeah. like literally get off by doing these like acts like, like these like intense acts and it's just like they're both getting off like low-key by themselves but like with each other and it's kind of beautiful they're actually a really great relationship for fucking and yeah. I highly recommend I know so many tourist people who fuck Scorpios it's like all they want to do Me too. it's insane and like it works so well I just like imagine them like just fucking for hours and like yeah again and again and they're never getting tired because they're passion for each other is so strong in the bedroom <laughs> cannot really <laughs> like yeah. yeah 30 minutes i'm done <laughs> just kidding <laughs> 15 i need some water <laughs> fucking donut i need some nachos to ramp up <laughs> nachos. Yeah, you, need, you need room service <laughs> i love nachos love nachos okay a Taurus should marry a Pisces, right? Mm-hmm. Pleasure center is what I would call these two. These two, I know, this is so weird. I don't know why I said that. These two signs <laughs> love, <laughs> these two signs love getting lost, like in their dreams, in their fantasies, and like they can totally get lost together. I feel mm-hmm. like they have 
like a very magical emotional connection where they just like speak the same language. Um, both are very um, intuitive. And I think it would just be like a really good relationship where you just like look into that person's eyes and like you just know what's going on in their brain. It's so sweet and loving. What is that like, Julia? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just kidding. Um, it's beautiful. Anyways. <laughs> I feel like this relationship would just like be filled with so much love and mutual respect and it would just like be very successful in the real world. Like I just, it's just like they respect each other and like get each other and like accept each other and I totally ship it. Okay. For my last kill, who do you think a Taurus should kill? An Aries? No. You want to guess one more? Yeah. Sagittarius? Mm-mm. A Taurus should kill... A Libra. <gasps> Gasp. What? 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 Huh? <gasps> Julia, how can that even be? Both what? signs are ruled by Venus. How can they kill each other? Well, let me tell you. They are ruled by different parts of Venus. They're literally on like opposite sides of Venus. And let me explain. Tauruses are so headstrong. They never doubt themselves and they literally hate change. And Libras, on the other hand, are, like, so fucking indecisive and are such people pleasers that, like, a Taurus, like, just cannot be bothered by a Libra. Like, the uncertainty that, like, a Libra brings would stress a Taurus out so much and also make them feel, like, a bit insecure, I think. I just think, like, Tauruses should just, like, fucking run because, like, Libras are, like, kind of the epitome of change. Like, they just, like, change, change, change. They don't know what they want and, like, Tauruses are so like in their stuck in their ways like they know what they want they know like who they are and like a Libra would just like be fucking madness yes they're both yeah. ruled by Venus but it's like two different sides of Venus I think you're up the last sign I literally envision with that though Libras are all four seasons and Taurus is just winter they just can't adapt to the other season mm-hmm. love you Tauruses Mm-mm. actually because our Libras are are Libras mutable sign or cardinal signs? I believe they're cardinal. Ooh, I don't know. I think they're cardinal too. Never mind. Okay, continue. Are okay, we on our so last sign? We're on our last one. And I actually love this sign so much. So I'm really, I'm really sorry that we left you for the last one. But actually on my list, you were the first, but I just got all confused. What's, what is it? Aquarius. Oh, how could we forget the little Aquarius? They're just like, they're so cute and weird. <laughs> cool people. I love Aquariuses. If I, as an Aries, if I meet an Aquarius, I get excited. I'm interested. <laughs> they're so weird. Okay. So who should you fuck? This is pretty easy. A Gemini. It'd be so fucking fun. Yeah. It would be into all sorts of sex games. And because both of these signs don't need to attach emotions to sex, they are free from that boundary and can actually enjoy each other's physical body and experiment to their heart desires. Yes. The desires of the heart. Yeah. They would just <laughs> like be like, fuck it. Like they would just enjoy the moment and just like really feel it and just be great. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I like literally imagined I was like an Aquarius fucking a Gemini and I just really felt it. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. So this is kind of short. I'm sorry. Aquarius is who you should marry. I've already given you two matches made in heaven. So sorry, Aquarius. I will not give you another. I've said Leo and <laughs> I've also said, <laughs> I've also said Sagittarius. So I think, you know, Aquarius, Leo and Sagittarius, perfect match. And we kind of already talked about it. So yeah, you should go back and listen. <laughs> Skip to your part. Am I being aggressive? I think I'm, I'm trying to be nice. No, no, you're being very rational. And I I really it. love Aquariuses. But no, yeah, yeah, I've given you guys two because you guys are so likable. Like everyone should fucking marry you. You're, yeah. Even yeah, though I, you're... Yeah. I think I mean, like maybe if I'm just like thinking if just giving Aquarius a third option, I think like Aquarius and Pisces would be like an interesting oh, mix. They're right next to each that. other. And it, I mean, it would definitely be like a certain type of Aquarius, a certain type of Pisces because Pisces, it's like very intense emotionally and it'd have to be an Aquarius that was like, you know, not as detached as 
most are. And, like, more emotional. But I feel like yeah. Aquariuses would kind of be the initiators and Pisces would kind of love mm-hmm. entering into what they're creating in that Yes, in definitely. That <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, so who should Aquarius kill? This is funny. Hmm. Okay, Scorpio know. again. I'm so sorry. I love <laughs> you guys, but... Scorpios would be deeply and intensely weirded out by Aquarius's weirdness. It would just be out of reach. They wouldn't know what to do with it. Scorpios are very emotional and possessive, whereas Aquariuses want to be free of commitment and are detached sometimes Wait, from their emotions. Didn't I say Scorpio should kill Aquarius? Yeah, I did. did. Yeah, I did. Oh my gosh, we're the same wavelength. That's okay. Okay, well, that ends our game of fuck, marry, kill. And you guys better be tipsy because we've said fuck so many times. Oh my god, y'all should be drunk or very hydrated, one or the other, depending on your drink of choice. Just drink more water. You'll be okay. (laughs) So, thank you guys for listening, and please subscribe to our channel call an uber if you're somewhere else and you're a little drunk (laughs) i don't know if you're at home maybe put on the office make yourself a quesadilla and go to bed yeah great british baking show like that is so (gasps) peaceful to fall asleep to like making tarts and croissants croissants oh my gosh yes it's like all i want Yes, thank you so much for listening, and we are going to have our last episode of our astrology series. I think we're going to do what, like full charts and placements is what we're going to talk about. Yeah, we haven't really finalized it, but we're going to figure it out, and then after next week's episode, we'll go into another series, probably something a little bit more personal, a little bit more relatable maybe. Yes, it's going to be super awesome. We're going to really open our hearts to you guys, and I'm sure you guys will open your hearts back to us. So we really enjoyed chatting. This was so much fun. Yes, and drink one more time for your girls. And thanks for listening. Yes, Chloe and Julia. See you guys later. Signing out. Bye. Nasty girl. Insatiable.